0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we are looking at the 33rd episode of Transformers Rescue Bots, Prescott's Bots.
1: (gasps) Yay! It's time for Huxley Prescott.
0: That's right. First aired April 5th, 2014, uh, written by Zach Atkinson. This is his first Transformers script, but previous to... we've already talked about one of his episodes because he did an episode of Robots in Disguise. Uh, One of our Minicons is missing. (gasps) Yay! Uh, That's the one with the Quillfire Springload Team-Up.
1: Yes. I like Minicons.
0: And he will go on to write uh, many other Rescue Bots episodes, as well as a whole lot of Cyberverse.
1: Oh, yeah! I knew that sounded familiar from Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. other Transformers context.
0: Yes. And we open with high-tech maple tapping.
1: <laughs> yes, this is how you know it's Maine. It's got to be extremely Maine.
0: Oh yes, gotta be. I uh, gotta be using a uh, advanced technology to make this maple syrup. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chase is very confused because Cody clearly loves maple syrup, but you uh, you refuse carrot soup, and this is clearly just another plant fluid.
1: You know, plant fluid. I, is carrot soup a thing? I'm not convinced oh, sure. carrot soup is a thing. I've eaten mm-hmm. carrot soup. Weird. Why? Oh. But it's so fibery. I guess there's... But you,
0: pata- you, you, oh. but you puree the carrots.
1: I see. I I don't know. I feel like at that point it's just like V8. You're just drinking V8.
0: <laughs> well, don't... Let me tell you about the time I accidentally drank expired V8. Ugh. Ooh.
1: I I guess they haven't...
0: Well, you see, I could tell because of the giant congealed lump of V8 that slid down my
2: throat without realizing it.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh Oh, god! So
2: you you just ate a can of tomato soup. Anyway, uh, let's get (laughs) off discussing food, if we can.
1: I've had V8 previously because my parents used to let me have it in exchange for not eating whatever horrible canned vegetable they were trying to put on my plate that night. I'm familiar with with the V8.
2: I think I had it once in my mouth disapproved.
1: The point is, Chase is not familiar with the concept of flavor profiles.
2: No.
0: (laughs) And so we we cut to a a town ceremony where Mayor Lusky has had a gigantic stack of pancakes prepared. With an enormous pad of butter.
2: Yes, which Blades lowers with the scoop claw. He just lowers the giant... Oh, that's so good. It's a giant stack of giant pancakes. Like each pancake is like maybe a foot thick. Yes. How do you get them that big
0: and fluffy? I mean oh, advanced so I mean fluffy. it's possible that uh, you know, they, they made them regular size and then, you know, use some sort of ambigulating technology oh. to make them gigantic. Like pin particles or something.
1: Yes. Dot Green has some sort of like food huge and <laughs> he can just like use it to make food bigger. Also the the giant pad of butter kind of reminds me of when I was explaining the butter cow at the Ohio State Fair to someone and they were like, what size is it? I was like cow sized (laughs) (laughs) like the size of a cow.
2: Butter sculptures are such a weird, weird thing at state fairs. It is a little weird,
1: but yes, he I, I did really like him lowering it with the scoop claw.
0: And of course, the town's only journalist Huxley Prescott is covering this and hating every minute of it.
1: Because it's not exciting. He wants exciting news to cover. That's in right. which case I mean, this does seem like a place where there's probably a lot of exciting news, and he's just not in those episodes. Sorry, Huxley. You got yeah, to th- be more on the ball.
2: I mean, it could have made it at least a little bit more exciting. Like, how many anime characters on the pancakes? Where's Goku's face on a pancake? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> We're not paying Goku money for this event. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: unlicensed knock off anime character faces on your pancakes. Just to anyway, make uh, them, like, more appealing.
0: Yeah, no, this is
2: Goku. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dragon Fighter X.
2: Oh God, there are weird ripoff <laughs> Dragon Balls uh,
0: dr- uh, cartoons. Uh, of- Dragon Orb Q. <laughs>
1: yes. There was that knockoff. There used to be instructions of online that was like a thing you that you pinned it to the ceiling with a string and it flew around. But all the instructions seem to have been translated with like a medieval English dictionary. So it was something about. <laughs> Prithy, the seamy side volatician, and uh, it was a lot.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway, this, th- this results in the possibly least perilous uh, pre-credits teaser cliffhanger.
2: Where- <laughs> what? He's falling At on least the, the pancakes. Most delicious disaster?
0: Uh, the mayor slips on this giant pad of butter and falls off this giant stack of pancakes. Yeah.
2: I mean, yes, of all the possible, oh, you could die in the opening of this cartoon, like, this would be the best one to go out on? Smothered under pancakes and syrup? Mm-hmm.
0: What's, what's, you'd like to die deliciously?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Would you like the taste of butter in your mouth as it suffocates you? <laughs> Yeah, but he, he the, the you know the, red, the the bots save him. He ends up with his uh, toupee stuck to his heel like a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. and he says, you know, next time maybe we'll cut back on the butter.
1: <laughs> Aw, I bet Blades was so excited to get to drop off that butter.
0: Hmm. And hey, he's uh, so he's decided, you know, hey, you know what makes for a good TV show? Robots. <laughs> It's and so true. He, and so he approaches the chief, and the chief literally says, "Oh, this guy."
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that. Well, yeah, it's only natural for the police to be distrustful of the press covering what they do. Yes,
0: so be, so he's a, you know, hey, how about you know, you got these robots? Why don't we make a reality show? And the chief is all, no, that's that's just not a good, you know,
1: no. It's not, that's a terrible no, it, it idea. It would be safe. Reality shows are the worst.
0: Yes. Um, also, these robots are actually secret aliens, and I don't want you to find that out. Yeah. But that is uh, some. That is not even the the highest of my concerns. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> he has many, many concerns, and that's just one among many of them. So, yeah, no reality show, Huxley.
0: Sorry. But, yeah. but, but hey, we cut back to the firehouse and Blades is very excited
2: about being on TV. Yes, he
1: is. He's watched it so much, he wants to be on it.
2: Has, has he watched Cops? Is he gonna start singing? Well, new I, I think probably not. Bot boys, bot boys, what are you gonna do when they come for you with a parking ticket? <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: gonna bust that, uh, they're gonna bust, uh, Dr. Morocco and somehow they're going to like take him out of his uh, trailer where he's wearing a- while he's wearing an undershirt. Oh
1: my god, yes. And he's just going to be like super drunk. And he's,
2: he's going- Dr. Morocco's meth lab? Yes. He's going to
1: claim that the opium in his pocket was in those pants when he bought them at the thrift store.
0: <laughs> Listen, I've just been drinking a lot of cognac. <laughs>
1: My, my parents have been unreasonably fond of C.O.P.S. for pretty much the entire airing life of C.O.P.S. So I've seen way too many episodes of C.O.P.S.
0: I admit, I'm mostly just that one X-Files episode that's also an episode of C.O.P.S. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Which is a great X-Files episode. There was
1: definitely one it's that awesome. I came upon at some point that they were watching that involved someone claiming that the drugs in his pocket had been there when he bought the pants at the thrift store. <laughs> also, <laughs> lots of... And you know, I'm not ever going to take the police's side in these things, so these people are absolutely welcome to tell the cops whatever they want, but some of these stores were pretty great. Uh, lots of people having th- drugs just randomly thrown in their car windows when they weren't looking. <laughs>
2: Well, considering some recent videos that come out about cops actually doing that shit, um, and yeah. then, let's, although, although usually they don't bring their own camera crew, I'm
1: definitely <laughs> resisting the urge to uh, to go off about how fake reality shows are up into up to and including how apparently a lot of times with cops, if nothing's going on, they'll just like go poke some people who they know are problems. <laughs> just so they can get, yeah, can get something. So, yeah. Anyway, Well, you hey, get.
0: you don't have to talk about how uh, fake uh, reality shows are, because this episode is all about yes. it. Yes. Well, yes. Yes, it is. Because, yeah, the, he's pitching him on Huxley Prescott's bots, and the Chief is not into it. But uh, even though Blades really wants to be on uh, on TV, but uh, as, as Chase says, the, the Chief is not fond of looky-loos.
1: No. No, he's not.
0: <laughs> but I... Prescott goes right to the top and even though the mayor initially seems pretty reasonable about this, he then shows him a pretty sick intro <laughs> which probably features the mayor very heroically posing in front of the robots. Yes,
1: he, it's it's yeah. got a nice little bit of, of each of the humans with their bot and then it like at the end, the mayor. So he's like, look at how big and important you can be on the TV. <laughs>
0: And so now each, he agrees, and so each robot is assigned like a, uh, like a little drone camera through which Prescott can communicate with them. So obviously they're gonna have to, you know, keep, uh, keep it kayfabe all the time. Yes,
1: which Blades is not very good at, as it turns out.
0: No. Poor thing. And all, the whole time Prescott is watching, monitoring this all from his own, uh, personal news van and is just drinking more and more coffee every time they see him.
1: <laughs> I love his well, yeah, he's, steadily he's accumulated a- pile of crushed coffee cups next to him. That was that was a nice oh, detail. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, I assume there's a cut scene in which he misses an actual emergency because he is desperately pooping.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or running to the bathroom or something. So he's living in his little van down by the river. And- it's entirely possible he lives in this van. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I, I, well, we haven't seen him in a house so far. We've only ever seen him in the van, like that red suit that he owns. That's his only suit of clothing. <laughs> yes. At he some point, like it. he's just like he's just washing it in the sink.
1: Yeah.
2: At some point, I think like it's Blades is talking about this and like being on broadcast or you no? Know, somebody's talking about being on a TV. We don't want a TV. It's, and Blades says what about on cable? Yes. No, no, no. Only on the hub, which doesn't exist anymore. Aww. But it was on cable. Going back to the beginning of the episode, okay, so this is maple syrup, fall, they're getting the syrup out, and it was, wasn't a few episodes ago, winter? What are the seasons like in Maine?
0: Uh, Don't think about
2: it. (laughs) Malfunctioning weather machine. Well, yes, on this island. That that, that makes sense. It's
1: kind of random.
2: Yes. It's
1: just whatever the weather dominator has dialed up this week.
0: Mm -hmm. So pretty soon, though, Prescott is very disappointed in the lack of peril that we're uh, having here. We've got a... A one-second-long uh, chase for running a, uh, a red light. It is, of course, that same Burt Reynolds-looking guy.
2: Yeah, that, the shortest Smokey and the Bandit movie ever.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: And he's just like, uh, yeah, I did it.
0: Uh, Mr. Pettipaws gets chased by a, a runaway Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Well, it's an overly large Roomba. It's like an entire vacuum tank.
0: Yes. It's, it's, it's like a Roomba shop vac. Yes. Yeah. And Prescott is like, hey, come on, make that cat sweat a little.
2: Cats <laughs> don't sweat. That's their problem. <laughs> poor Mr. Petty Or
0: Poor of things. And then, then Blades rescues a guy from his capsized boat while trying to come up with his own catchphrase. Yeah,
1: which which, all you're of not which are not going nautical. to be able to have a catchphrase yeah. if you're staying in character, Blades. Come on.
0: You know, the, you know that really takes the tune out. <laughs> it's very uh, cute, though. Or, you've been coptered. <laughs>
2: He's trying
0: because he insists that every reality star has one. Which I guess I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I guess I
2: I don't. uh, I guess Paris Hilton had uh, "That's hot." Did I don't know. Yeah, those all feel like really scripted ones. If they have a catchphrase, I feel
0: that definitely. I feel that some of those Real Housewives definitely have a catchphrase.
2: Well, I guess the Chef
0: ones have catchphrases, but they're more recent stuff. That's more—I'd call that more of a game show or, like, a competition show.
1: I've occasionally had, like, some of those, uh, the storage, like, storage wars on in the background. Those guys
0: definitely have catchphrases. I've been doing other
1: things just because occasionally they'll happen upon, like, a huge pile of, like, carded Mego toys or something, and that's kind of cool, but Yeah. (laughs) Also, my, my father swears that one time he saw them find something in one of those storage things that then later showed up on an episode of Pawn Stars, which is produced <laughs> by the same people, and he was like, they're just, this is, this is very staged. They're just reusing
0: props. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Prescott's very disappointed. He, at, at, at one point, he just bo- he's just bothering Graham while he does his homework. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> he's just... just trying to get something done just in his room, and the little drone is just hovering there while Huxley asks him. That
0: is all, that is all whoop, whoops, almost, almost knocked over my jar of squilsh, this uh, extremely dangerous super slime. Yeah, it
1: looked like a, uh, it definitely looks like a lava lamp.
2: Yes, of course, from previous episode, you've been squilched. Yes. Nice callback. The most dangerous lava lamp. Well, I guess lava lamps can explode. So normal lava lamps are dangerous, but they won't create a giant biological disaster blob monster. As far as I yes. know. Yes.
0: So so finally, you know, Pucksy's like, "Oh God, I'm just, just, I'm just going to recharge my uh, my cameras." So you guys, you know, just do whatever. And indeed, while he's doing that, uh, there is a lion emergency.
1: <laughs> yes. Did. Did we establish previously that I guess there was that episode with the zoo because I was gonna say that yeah the like, lemurs escaped. oh yeah
0: we've seen this lion before this is the uh, this is the cross eyed lion
1: entire zoo but oh right. Yeah. all oh, right I forgot about
0: Clarence oh yes at one point uh, Boulder tried to take him as a pet no yeah
1: <laughs> so another nice callback uh, someone has been yes. doing his homework and watching the previous season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah they, they they this girl's falling in, they they winch her out, and then uh the the bots act as a, a robot shield a uh, shield Cade, but the lion turns out just to be interested in terms of licking the maple syrup off Boulder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which I don't know if lions like sweet stuff. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a cat that liked maple syrup.
0: I mean, I I can't really attest to this, because I have a dog that likes carrots, so who knows what likes anything. Well,
2: yeah, dogs tend to be weird. I mean, I've had cats like bizarre things in the past, but... I had
1: a cat that liked so, you know, mayonnaise. Cat.
2: Was it a white cat?
1: Yes, actually, it, it was a white cat with a couple there little gray spots. So yes, she was just being extremely white, I guess.
0: So Prescott gets back once this is already done. He's like, "Hey, well, you know, why didn't you call me when you when you were planning this rescue?" And uh, you know, the chief has to explain. We don't, you know, plan
1: rescues.
0: We're not planning this. And he's all, "Oh, well, maybe you should." So indeed, soon enough, uh, they get a call that the bank has been robbed, and so they, uh, you know, they. You know, they they've taken an armored car. And all that Blades is also trying to uh, come up with more catchphrases, one of which is who's your daddy?
2: <laughs> what how how old are you, no. Blades?
0: What have you been watching? We know he watches a lot of TV.
2: Yeah. And,
0: and also it's it's chopping time
1: <laughs> because he's a chopper. He's trying. He's trying so hard.
0: Trying so
2: badly. <sighs>
0: And they they do catch this guy, but it, you know it's just the guy who drives the armored truck. He he hasn't robbed anything. No. Yes. And so they they play back this call, and indeed it te- it seems that it was Huxley Prescott calling in with a tiger talk boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Somehow they have a. Did, did he film himself? They find a camera showing him using. the, the It talk didn't boy. actually
1: look like that though, but. But yeah, basically, he's he's playing he's a Home Alone. He's pulling
0: over. a Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2. Or, if you prefer, uh, he got the thing from Scream.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Hey, B- Blades, do you like scary movies? <laughs> no. Do you like movies about
2: newscasters? <laughs> no, nobody likes those kind of movies. Although they win awards. What? Not, even, not even Anchorman? Well, oh, I guess that's I'm
0: about I'm sure Blades has probably seen Anchorman. Well, and, uh, you know, Huxley Prescott is dressed like Ron Burgundy. Well, yeah. Ron
2: Burgundy is a supervillain. Mm. Yeah,
0: so they, they figure out that, yes, he is, you know, he's behind this. But meanwhile, Huxley has, sne- he has snuck into the firehouse and he has stolen the squilch.
1: Which is pretty bad because he didn't just sneak into the firehouse. He snuck specifically into Graham's room. That's, yes, that's pretty bad, man. So he, Don't do that. That's not cool. Yeah, he
0: gets he gets to the red gets to the uh, the dam, dumps it in the uh, uh, dumps it in the reservoir, and uh, nothing happens. So you know he's all like, "Oh, this whole thing's a bust." So he's all, "Oh, uh, you know, chief, there's there's something in the dam here," and uh, you know. The chief is all yeah. Uh, now Hoxley, we uh, we we caught you on tape. You're canceled. <laughs> and Prescott is outraged because this is cancel culture.
1: Yes.
0: And he will not stand for it.
1: It's forward. not right. It's not fair. They're coming just for be- you next.
0: Just because a man committed the serious crime of uh prank calling uh emergency services, he's uh you know, he's cancelled now.
1: I mean, if you mean arrested and charged with I feel like that's probably a felony.
0: Maybe. That's almost
2: certainly a felony.
1: Yeah, they take it very seriously.
2: Well, yeah, and stealing from city employees, dumping into the reservoir. Well, they don't know about that yet. Oh, they will find out. His list of crimes is growing. (laughs) Listen, this is just more cancel
0: culture from the woke rescue bots.
1: (laughs) Sorry, my cats are being rambunctious tonight. Guys, come on.
2: Social justice robots, and they actually do work for the Justice (laughs) Department. So, and social.
0: So, so he, so, yeah, he, he drives off. The squelch isn't doing anything. He doesn't realize the squelch is turning into a gigantic blob. Mm -hmm. So, you know, later he's at this, uh, he's at the same intersection we were at before. It's the most dangerous intersection in town. And, yeah, this, uh, the most unfortunate trucker in town drives right through it. Causes an enormous fire and he crashes into the trees.
1: See, if Huxley had been actually, like, just hanging back and waiting for something big and exciting to happen, something big and exciting would have happened.
2: It happens on
0: a weekly basis. Yeah, he calls in, he gets Cade, and the Kid's all, Oh, yeah, I'm just going to type that one up on my invisible typewriter. <laughs> yes.
1: He is, yeah, he's not impressed. He he specifically calls out, he's like, oh, it's another bedtime story, Boy Who Cried Wolf.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know the Boy Who Cried Wolf? Well, this is about the Cade who hung (laughs) up. And then he hangs up on it. (laughs) But thankfully, the chief insists that, you know, even if it's from Huxley Prescott, we probably should look into this. And indeed, there's a raging conflagration. So, yeah, they, uh, they head into action. The cameras are taping them. The chief tells, you know, get your cameras out of here. You know, so they, so they're building a fire break. Um, but I'm um, pretty soon they run out of water and they can't get any more from the river because it has all been absorbed by the squilch. <laughs>
1: Good job. Good job. So he didn't cause hmm. the problem, but he definitely made the problem worse.
0: Yes, he caused a different problem Well,
2: wasn't, didn't I mean, the car crash because he had to swerve around his parked van?
0: No, I mean, he was actually stopped at that that, that red light the way he was supposed to oh. So he was obeying the rules This guy is just, this truck driver I don't know how this guy still has a license oh, He's the only he's one constantly having terrible accidents Have
2: It seems seen, like he might be the only old person on the island with a truck driving license
1: Commercial driver's license? Yeah
2: Oh, god, <laughs> That could be wow. it Wow
1: Pretty sure the guy driving the armored vehicle, the armored truck, would have to have a commercial truck. license. Oh yeah, that probably counts too. as
0: a. Uh, well, he was probably he probably you know had to, uh, you know he had to take a day because he was so traumatized by being arrested by robots. Aww, well,
2: also that guy probably works off the island, so you know he was driving the truck in and out. Whereas the one trucker on the island, <laughs> has the worst luck.
0: Uh. Apparently there is an episode. Uh, I'm looking at this guy's episode page. Episode 98. Uh, his his page quote is, "Why can't Jerry ever transport normal things?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> he can't. There's no normal things being transported on this island.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there is no water. But hey, Cody has a bright idea. You know what's mostly water? Tree
1: sap. <sighs> which dun dun I, dun. Uh,
0: I don't know if this would actually work. Please do not attempt to put it a fire with maple syrup. Yeah,
2: I don't think like before it's refined, it's runnier. I guess and that might work. Well, I
0: mean, it's mostly just water at that point with sugar. With sugar, sugar it, yeah, right?
2: I, I, all the sugar. I don't think that would be good for the fire, but it's not like it's going to make it that much bigger.
0: It's, uh, so, so indeed, they, they, uh, and also they tell they say. We don't actually deal with the squilsh. They just say to call Doc Green, who is not in this episode, no. to use his anti-squilsh technology. Yes,
1: patented yeah, anti-squilsh technology. Yeah,
0: we, we, yeah, we will have him deal with that. We are not. That is there is not enough time in the episode to deal with that. We are going to just fight this fire <laughs> with maple syrup and also sell some toys because he uses that like attachment thing. Yeah, the the energy weapon. But unfortunately, this fire is now reaching, uh, the mayor's house. Mm-hmm. So Huxley, you know, you know, those robots crapped out on me, but now I am gonna be the hero. I dare me <laughs> to fight this fire with this tiny fire extinguisher. Yes. Which does not work. It
1: works very briefly. And then it
0: runs out. But pretty soon, you know, but pretty soon he has, you know, he, this fire and Huxley himself has been, have been doused with maple syrup. <laughs> So we, you know, we cut back to the firehouse. Blades is sad because, you know, television has betrayed me.
1: <laughs> it has lied to him about how real the reality is.
0: I know. How, how could TV have ever betrayed me? But uh, <laughs> Cody's all, oh, well, well I think I've, I've got a TV program that you'll enjoy. And it's Huxley Prescott doing, I guess, community service by just cleaning all the maple syrup off. The mayor's house.
1: That whole town has to smell so good.
2: Oh. oh just so all good. that
1: burnt maple.
2: Oh, burnt maple's so good. Good. good? Okay. Yes.
0: I got, like maple bacon? Oh, mm, man. Good stuff. Well, maple bacon tastes <sighs> good, but it so smells.
1: Good. I just want to go live there I mean, now, of but-
0: course, it might... Although hopefully uh I don't know what squilch smells like, so it might cancel it out.
2: Yeah.
0: I assume it just smells kinda kinda chemically like uh like uh Nickelodeon gack. Yeah,
1: I definitely imagine it smelling just exactly like gak. So it's got that sort of faint chemically smell.
0: Yes. So it's that but also a lot of maple. Yes.
1: Mostly the maple though. The maple is probably a lot stronger.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that is uh that is the episode. Uh that I you know, I really enjoyed this one. It's definitely a lighter episode than uh last week's Creep Fest.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Which I enjoyed, mind you, but I kinda needed a little break after.
1: Yeah. That one last episode was a lot. It was it was really heavy and scary and creepy. Uh but yeah, this was I do kind of question whether maple sap whether unprocessed maple sap is really viscous or like whatever the opposite of like fluid it's like really runny good, yeah. enough to be able to be sprayed out of a cannon but I don't know I guess that's something that I could probably just find some YouTube videos about. It so. probably
2: ruin the cannon after use. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a nice little, little down to earth episode kind of. Although the little reporter who cried wolf.
1: Heatwave did get to use his uh his toy cannon. So again, he continues to be the one most consistently using his to buy toys feature.
2: Mm. <laughs> but
1: yeah, it was fun. It made me want pancakes. Uh I do have some maple syrup oh, in the fridge. Made me want uh
2: so uh I have some maple syrup. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going out for pancakes. I'm oh, going out to ooh. get pancakes and bring them back here to
0: eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, this week on Gosei Sentai, Ranger Traitor!
0: Is uh, is, is, is Jumper in this episode? No, <laughs>
2: no, no. no. Episode 7, the story's starting to pick up. Uh, the bad guys are having a meeting in a warehouse and punching a winged angel they have in there. Okay. Then it, an evil archbishop shows up, whose name I didn't catch other than he's an <laughs> archbishop, which, hey, that kind of runs along with our Patreon episode this week. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's true. But he arrives on, uh, what do you call this, A palanquin? Like when it thing carried by a bunch of guys Yeah. a weird face. A or
0: like a litter? Yeah, something like that. Called a litter?
2: That too. They bring it in, he, he's pontificated, like he's talking down to the three guys who seem to be in charge, but I guess aren't really in charge. They're just the front line guys. And then uh, the Archbishop brings in, like, well, I describe him as looking like a samurai warrior, but he's clearly based upon Chinese historical warriors in his outfit but I don't know what you would call a Chinese warrior outfit mm-hmm. anyway Ironface Face It's like oh that's kind of a mouthful of a name he's a new big bad like the old bad guys like shoot an energy ball at him he just deflects it and it destroys a wall so he's more powerful than the old guys and he gets sent out to beat up the rangers. Meanwhile, the, the red ranger is at his parents' grave with his sister. It's like, this is the first mention of sister that I remember. And I don't know if we're going to see her again. But it's just the thing. Oh, parents' grave. They're gone. They're presumably dead. They, they couldn't be alive anywhere. That, that would never happen.
1: You can't anyway, just have living know. parents in this kind of story. <laughs> yes.
2: Anyway, I cut to some of the other rangers. The pink and, pink and blue are like out shopping and then a child just lifts in the air and flies away being abducted by the Monster of the Week. Well, it turns out the Monster of the Week is just this Iron-Faced Ryu guy and it's like they have to fight him. Uh, they transform. Two of the other rangers show up. Big fight. He's kicking all their butts because they're throwing their chi powers at him and he's throwing his own chi powers back at them. But bad guy's the cheap hours, too, with wind and Ooh. he causes an earthquake and all kinds of nonsense and fun fight. And I didn't drink because my mouth is really dry after recording the last episode. Um, red
1: dragon, red no, dragon zord.
2: Sorry, there are no zords in this episode. What? Unfortunately. Oh yeah, Why? I know. Really skimping on the zords. Yeah, it's ah. just rangers fighting rangers. Anyway. The iron faced guy captures three of the rangers, except for Blue, and just skips out and says, um, "Come meet me in a rock quarry to fight tomorrow." I'm taking these guys with me. It's like, okay. So Blue reports back to, to Red and Master Kaku, and the Master Kaku is telling him a story about, "Oh yeah, I, I know this guy. <laughs> Six thousand years ago, there there was." Rangers, well, he doesn't call them Rangers. The G warriors who controlled the Zords in the past, and then they fought the Gorma until one of them betrayed him. Oh, it's the Iron Face guy. Because he has, like, an iron mask thingy, and the subs call him Iron Face Chorio, so I'm sticking to Iron Face because it's easier to remember. And he <laughs> seems important. Because he's not just a regular monster of the week, he's a guy wearing a suit of armor. Anyway, where was I? Um. <laughs> anyway, he betrayed the other rangers and, and Master Kaku, the way he's telling us, like, oh, you were one of the other guys, weren't they? Although I don't think he actually comes out and says that, but it's pretty clear. It's like, he, you were one of the other guys who was in charge of the rangers and the zords and things. And then Master Kaku locks the Red Ranger in a room, tells the Blue Ranger, keep an eye on him, don't let him out until I come back, because I'm going to go kick uh, Ironface's ass. But Red's like, let us out, let us help. And Blue's like, no, we should go help. No, watch the door. But um, But I have to listen to my master, but we should help. And, and so Blue gets confused. Here's the glass breaking, thinking Red broke out, goes in there, Red knocks him out, locks him in there, and then runs to go help Master Kaku. It's like, shouldn't you have brought Blue with you instead? Whatever. Fine, so Master Kaku has a cool fight with Iron Face, where they're all throwing chi powers around, earthquakes, fire, explosions... But the Kakus kind of getting his butt kicked slowly as the fight goes on, especially after the Red Ranger shows up to try and cut the other Rangers loose because they're tied to poles, not crucified, mind you, just tied to poles. Okay, it, it's it, this is not Ultraman. This is Sentai. They tend not to get crucified in Sentai that <laughs> I know of. That's an Ultraman thing and Gridman, An occasionally, Common Rider. I think. Anyway, the uh, Red Ranger fight him and Kaku fight the uh, Iron Mask, Iron Face. They both get knocked down onto the ground, and Red gets unmorphed. And then, as uh, Iron Face is coming in to swing his sword at Red, Kaku says, "Dude, that's your son." Wait, what? Oh, oh, surprise! The dead father isn't dead. And he's 6,000 years old, but in the last 20 <laughs> years he got married to a woman on Earth and had a kid. Wait, what? Why? Sure. And he's dressed in this black armor, so you have a dark father menacing his son with a sword. No hands have been cut Ooh. off. But uh, that's <laughs> the end of the episode. Yet. Ooh. A not-quite-Darth-Vader <laughs> threatening a Red Ranger. Ow. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Like, um the Darth Vader motif is something that Sentai goes goes back to over and over and over. Because it works. <laughs> like you have a guy dressed in black. Not that it's always like a father motif, but like guy dressed in black, looks kinda like Darth Vader, usually has a sword, sometimes is a giant robot. Well, that was in a Metal Heroes show where the guy is a giant robot and has a son, although the son is also evil. Anyway, Darth Vader stuff, fun, traitor, no, sorry, no Zord fights. Sorry. Maybe next time. No robot. No robot. Womp womp.
0: All right. Well, that does it for us for this week, but until next week, when we'll be back, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and uh, we have a Patreon
1: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash Uh For this month, uh, David talked us into watching this Dragon Quest movie on Netflix. Uh,
0: it, it sure is something. That
1: we ended up having stronger feelings about than expected. Uh, so yes. <laughs> that's that's a fun listen. Uh I I might suggest taking the time to actually watch it first, uh because hey. there is
0: Oh yes, uh huge definite
2: spoilers. Yeah, a lot yeah. of spoilers. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. It it's a Netflix Engine original stuff. anime.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, that's a whole thing. <laughs> Uh so yeah, uh for as little as a dollar a month you can get access to that and uh, all of our previous monthly specials. Uh I know here in uh the scenic state of Virginia, uh our theater is going to be opening back up pretty soon, so maybe we'll get to watch some actual movies. Uh that that would be exciting to see new movies again. <laughs>
2: One of these the, I, the, the local theater around me is open, and I'm half considering going to see Godzilla vs. King Kong before it the leaves theaters. Maybe. It's, I've gotten both it, shots, it, but it hasn't been it two opening, weeks since I got them.
1: Yeah, it opening is going to coincide pretty closely with me hitting the two week mark on my second shot, so maybe, maybe I'll go mm. see some, some, uh, Godzilla and some Kong, Uh, but yeah, very, very fun stuff over at our Patreon.
0: Alright, so until next time, when we blame the gremlins, I'm Rob.
2: I'm Jen. I love that movie. There's a man on the wing of the flame? I'm David?